It is uh, Monday, August 22nd. Uh, this is Two Guys, One Cup, an AFL podcast. My name is Will Anderson. And I am Charlie Clawson. Nailed it. Nailed that fucking yeah. start. Yeah, it's only taken, what, 22 episodes? You know what? I feel like, I feel like I've had... It's a long season, Charlie. Yeah. And you know... You're that high. You're that prize draft pick we got. Yeah, and we threw you in the deep end, and you were getting smashed early. And I there mean, serious doubts. People... I was showing some potential, what? but you know what? The other thing was, I was likely to just get concussion or kick a ball in my own head yeah. or something as well. Yeah, you're the Paddy McCartan, right? <laughs> I was like, you know, well, I was just like, you know, a baby giraffe or whatever. You yeah. know, you knew it could come together, but like early on, you've just got to persist. With well, it. what? What? Yeah, and the, the smart thing we did is we left you in the one position. The temptation was to pull you out. Put the experienced guy in. Let him do the intro. Well, you know what that thing was? You, there was that one week where you put Michael Chamberlain in. <laughs> like, we said I was being rested due to podcast equipment. But, you know, I really knew that you were sending me a signal, Charlie. You were like, you've got to lift your game at the start of this podcast. I know you've been overseas. Like, the travel. That's the thing that people don't... Like, I'm like the pav of footy podcasts. Like, people don't appreciate, like, the amount of travel I've done this year. I yeah. mean, you talk... West Coast, you know, mate... I'm I'm a flat track bully. Yeah. And I've played a lot of fucking away games this year. It's just been tough. But I feel like I'm coming into form at the right yeah, time. Yeah, the right time. You cherry you time. might say you're cherry ripe. I, I reckon I am. I'm 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 ready to go. I think that week off uh, yeah. that you know before the finals will really be good for me. Yeah. I can freshen up and then bang. Yeah. Wooshka. Sweet as a nut, cherry ripe. Yeah. Fraser Gehrig said that once when uh, before the finals one year when his hand was in question, the news crew caught him coming out of the physios. And they said, oh, will you be right to play? And he's like, cherry ripe, mate. Sweet as a nut. And then he went home and had a cherry ripe and a Snickers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he actually was confused. Yeah, he was, he was just thinking like, about what I'm having for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow I'm going to work, rest and play. <laughs> Speaking of getting dropped, you dropped a bombshell on me. I had no idea that the, the package was dropped on the weekend. Yeah, yeah, the package. Well, this is a bit of a Bevo tactic, by the way. He did it last year to a couple of our players. You know, put them back in the twos. Like, yeah, sent, you worked on some stuff. And the great thing is that we've now got the VFL team, the, the, the Footscray Bulldogs, who are playing so well and will be playing finals and stuff. So, I mean... Man, I know that, like, you know, welcome to a podcast where I get to, like, you know, say how great my team is, like, for a little while. But it's been so great to follow that team this year. Like, the depth. Like, you see, when they play with all these fucking injuries, they had over a thousand games of experience out last week. And yet they bring in these players like Robat and guys like that, where you're like, these guys are really good footballers. And I'm glad to see them playing. And they're it's having what a real Hawthorne crack. and Sydney have been doing for five years. Like, Hawthorne and Sydney, when they have outs... It's never really too much of a problem because the guy they've brought in, you know, has been chomping at the bit and will at least put in because the competition is so fierce for spots. Well, I, well, I thought we were going to have another injury because Easton Wood did his ankle on the weekend. Our captain, Easton Wood, well, our filling captain because our other captain did his ACL at the start of the year. And Easton Wood looked like he'd fucking... Does Easton Wood sound like he has too many surnames? Like, 
One of those would be fine, Wood or Easton. But Easton Wood, I don't know. It feels like he's got too many surnames. You know the one that gets me at the moment? Naismith, the Sydney Swans ruckman. <laughs> Sounds right? like you're doing the, Shakespeare. Well, also like... Was like, it Jones? Naismith. It took me weeks to realise that his name wasn't Naismith. Like, I thought that was his whole name. Like, like Clay Smith. Yeah, yeah. And I thought they were just saying it. But, like, he has a first name. I don't know what it is. Like, I just I'm know he's guess. Naismith. Well, he's a footballer, so it's going to be like Jared, right? <laughs> Jared. Or Naismith, Sharad. Right? Or Jack. Oh, here we go. Sam. Sam Naismith. Sam, that's pretty footy. That's actually a great name. Yeah, Sam Naismith. Sam Naismith. He could be the, like, the, the protagonist in like a, I don't know, like a, 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 a Tom Clancy kind of, you know, techno thriller. Yeah, it does actually sound Sam like... Sam Naismith. A, what's that? Well, so what's that... Um, like He's got a degree in chemical engineering and, and terror, counter-terrorism research. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, or it's like that song where you, you watch him whip, you, you watch Sam Naismith. Like, it's got that real... <laughs> it's Yeah, it's got yeah, syncopation. It's got, yeah, it's like a... It's musical. Naismith. 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 Yeah. Naismith. Naismith. Um, uh, Here so, comes Sam Naismith. <laughs> He's a rugged little defender. <laughs> Is he a defender? I don't know. No, he's a ruckman, man. No. He's a tall, athletic ruckman standing at 205 centimetres. So he should actually have a two-metre Peter-style name. Yeah. He should be like, you know, what's a... You know, hey, Smith! <laughs> As in like, why he's so big? Why Smith? It's hard to say in a commentary because you've got to get the intonation right. Shouldn't he be like Wham Bam Sam or something? Oh, yeah, right. Wham Bam, thank you, Sam. No, but Naismith's the more... If you can do a play on Naismith, it's more Naismith, interesting. Naismith, yeah, okay. It's, uh... No, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I, can't, I can't work nah, it out. No, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, Eastern Wood does sound like, um... Or also, it just sounds like... toffee. Yeah. Yeah. It he went like, to Eton. It actually sounds like like it sounds like a university or a yeah, private yeah. school. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, are you a graduate of Eastern Wood? <laughs> Go Tigers! Rah, rah, rah! <laughs> I actually studied at Eastern College. It was right on Eastern Wood. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, I went to Eastern TAFE. Oh. I didn't even make it into Eastern Wood. <laughs> yeah, Eastern Wood uh, did his ankle because Eastern Wood like always lands on angles. Like he's just one of those footballers who never comes down straight, and he's always like, "You're like, well, of course he twisted his ankle because that's always how he lands." But Charlie, in exciting news, because I follow Eastern Wood on Twitter, but because I don't regularly check in on Eastern Wood today, I did just to see how his well, ankle had you're, gone. You're an alumni, right? <laughs> and he, uh, he has, uh, he, he's the thing, Charlie. I discovered something wonderful. Well, I discovered two wonderful things from Eastern Woods. Uh, today. Is, it like, is, it, is it like a TV show he might be into or a band that you like? Uh, even closer to home. So, first thing I discovered that was great. He's into the Bulldogs. Was, yeah, he, he loves the Bulldogs. <laughs> Almost as much as I do. We have so much in common. Uh, no, uh, firstly, his ankle's uh, going to be okay. He's optimistic that he'll be back to play at, later in the season. So, that's the first good thing. Yeah. And I secondly discovered he is another in our series of... Footballers who follow me on Twitter. <laughs> yeah! I mean, I know he plays for my team, but yeah. still, I was, I was happy to see it. Michael, if you want to come up with a jingle for footballers who follow Will on Twitter, I don't know, get the vocals from somewhere, do them yourself, hire a singer, we'll pay for it. Right. That'd be great to Oh, have. yeah, no, that'd be great, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't like to pry. I haven't gone at fishing for any, mm. but I do like to update it when it, when it comes along. Speaking of injury-prone players, you yep. saw that Paddy McCartan broke his collarbone. Oh, man. Like, the thing about it is he had kicked 
Well, A, he kicked a goal with a broken collarbone. He smashed his collarbone and got up. Right. I thought he must have been okay because he kicked a goal. Kicked a goal. But no, broken collarbone. Yeah. Now, look, there are slight pangs of concern if you're a St Kilda supporter because we have memories of another key forward who was a bit injury prone named Justin Kazitsi, who could have been, I can't even say his name, Kazitsky, who could have been anything, but then got injured quite a lot. Now, arrest my fears. Tell me why everything's going to be okay. Uh, I'm not sure I can do that, sir. <laughs> um, look, here's the thing. Is it courage or awareness that seems to be his problem? Uh, I mean, at the moment, he just seems like a big lumbering puppy. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, like a baby just, Labrador. Yeah, and he's just like, everything's a battle and he doesn't quite understand where danger is and he like he's just excited to be involved in it and he's not quite in control of all of his body and so he just like, he runs, like he's got so much potential. Like, yeah. I mean... I, I he was un- exciting in the five minutes he played. Yeah, and I can Saturday. understand why you have concerns. Yes, because he does seem like like you know a whole series of VR. Yeah, like totally. they should be getting like George Clooney and Noah Wiley down to the. But club. they've all been the same. Kind, I mean, not all of them. Not the same kind of injury, but the intent behind the injury has been what's caused it. It's this kind of like. Like you said, the puppy dog blind attack on the ball. Almost Jonathan Brown-like. Well, you know what the other thing is, too? It's kind of like you bought the puppy dog knowing that he had diabetes. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of like you go, okay, yeah, we can manage his diabetes. Right? But it's like buying a car where you're like, oh, yeah, okay, it just needs some new tires. We can manage the fact. Oh, no, it just needs the oil change regularly. Right? Mm -hmm. We can manage that oil change. But you didn't realise that while you're concentrating on the oil, the (laughs) wheels would fucking fall off. (laughs) Or it just rolled into a fucking wall. No, the problem is the accelerator just drops too quickly. It just smashes into Well, I've got to be over there. Oh, (laughs) smashing into a wall. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it is slightly concerning. I mean, I'm hoping it's a trainable thing that it's like, mate, just, have more awareness or, you know, they, well, like, they used to say to Jonathan Brown, please don't run backwards at the flight of the ball. Like, you know, there's moments where we need it, but just, you know, think of, have some self-preservation. Well, I you mean, think it's good he's to get out of a footballer? He's going to, no, he's going to get, and I don't think you can really. Like, I think people can make smarter choices, like not go for that reckless one anymore, but like the instinct. No. I mean, Rewalt would still go for those marks now. Yeah. You know, after all these years. And I think that's a great thing. And if you're going to play the game, then fucking play the game. Like, if you have the ability, not everybody does, you know? Mm. Like, some people are just role players. But if you're a player who, like, has the ability to excel, you know, has the ability to fucking sing the high notes on a football field, you have the courage and the mobility and all those sort of things to run backwards not knowing about your safety and just going for the fucking ball, then do it. Because that's what we as football fans go to the football to see. I mean... You try and kill yourself. <laughs> I mean, but there is an element of that. Oh, yeah. You're gladiators. Oh, you're warriors. God. and. Yeah. And don't tell me that there isn't that amongst the com- uh, the comedians. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking about like shitty gigs. Like if you haven't played Edinburgh, you know, you're not a fucking comic. Like, but like amongst the players, they've got to be an admiration for that as well. You 100%. know, they speak about those that's guys, why there's a Archer that's why there's Brown a courageous, and, you know, most courageous, award. most courageous. Yeah. They have an award for it. Yeah, yeah. So maybe it's a thing of, I mean, he looks. He just has to learn how to control his body. But also, he, he looks big. But maybe his body isn't like he's only had two seasons. Yeah, he's of football. a bit Tom Hawkinsy. So he can't. But he's more he hasn't got the muscles to still, hold the bones together. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was one of the worst. And you know what? That thing I will say, like the concussion is worrying. But the other stuff, like I mean, it's not like he's been doing his knee, blowing out his knee or no. whatever. And even like I, you might not have seen this on the weekend because you didn't see the footy. But Patton kicked six for GWS, and he's that guy who's done two ACLs. Like 
even after those injuries, you know, you can have a way back in the AFL. Yeah. So, the, you know, the fact that he hasn't really, like, it's only really the head thing that worries me. The other stuff, you're like, oh, well. I mean, in the mm. grand scheme of things, none of it's been too major. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, I one mean, of... broken collarbone, you know what I mean? Like, I've got a broken collarbone, mate. The yeah, thing whatever, is, mate. this and is you how... can still fucking act. This is, <laughs> this is how I know I'm not tough. Is I remember I broke my collarbone, collarbone playing football when I was like 15 or 16, and I remember it was the most excruciating fucking thing that had ever happened to me. And I was like, ah, like you know, they had to carry me off, and I saw my bones sticking out and stuff, and I, I was borderline going to pass out. Paddy McCartan got up and kicked a fucking goal, goal. right? That's great. and then jogged to the bench like. That's the difference between I mean, me and the number one draft pick. Maybe he's just a dum-dum, but like, <laughs> no, that's probably really mean too, but yeah. he looks like a dum-dum. You know what? He looks like a giant Bam-Bam from, yeah. uh, from, from the Flintstones. Yeah, yeah. You're like, you're a giant, giant child. Yeah. You're still kind of a child. Yeah. Like, you can imagine him dragging. Almost like Sloth from the Goonies. Right. <laughs> no resemblance. Right. Just an intent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, misshapen forwards, uh... <laughs> I didn't say that, Patty. And I know your name's Patty, not Patty. Uh, Joe Danaher took another fucking screamer. Like he's got to have two of the. I was thinking top about marks this. I was thinking about this. Why he's so good in the air? Yeah, because he is basically shaped like a shuttlecock. <laughs> Like, like if you rocket. think, like a shot, well, like a shuttlecock, <laughs> yeah. like, shuttle, like it's got that tiny little point yeah. Yeah. that is heavier oh, it's and it drags point. everything towards yeah. it. And so it flies to the air. <laughs> right. In that, he, yeah, he's sort of way. Joe Danner heard the human shuttlecock. <laughs> in fact, considering all the drama that's been around Essen the last yeah. couple of years, I'm in favor of a rebranding, the right. Essendon shuttlecocks. Oh, the cocks. I think everybody would get behind yelling out, you guys are cocks. <laughs> Come on, the cocks. Yeah. Come on. Uh, Ball, Cox. Ball, Cox. <laughs> I mean, come on. Free kick, Cox. <laughs> they could get Dean Cox in to coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I, I, he, he's amazing in there. Like, I mean, yes, he still has some, he's doing that weird thing now. It always worries me. You know, when you see a young forward who's like not kicking well and then they just develop some crazy fucking witchcraft kicking style like yeah. some fucking apple maps yeah. direction to goal and he's doing this weird thing where like from like 10 meters out he just ran on an angle and like kicked it around on the side it was yeah, yeah. He's, but he does that a lot he like he's one yeah. of these players who likes to snap like a stevie J. prefers to go feels more comfortable around the corner right. which i've always thought it's weird it's weird i mean it makes no sense really i guess no maybe if you think about it you feel like you have a bit more control when you're bending it around your body in terms of finesse like when you're kicking straight through the ball, it's about sort of, you know, like a shooting an arrow. But when you're kicking on the side, it's like shooting a pool ball. You can sort of, you know, get a bit more angle on it and stuff, just finesse it a bit. More. I know, but technically you're making it harder. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> like if you bring any like science or physics or like biomechanics into it, you are making it much more difficult for yourself. But what, just because of the natural movement of the leg. Yeah. And the shape of the ball and, you know, the mechanics of... I mean, I don't, I don't understand know, yeah. all of this, but... Who are we asking? I mean, a Go bi on Twitter. Ask a ask biomechanics them. expert. Let's see if any biomechanics experts follow me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hold off on the jingle till hey, we see if this segment's me, got mate, legs. This is a bit weird. Uh, I just Googled biomechanics experts on Twitter and it turns out you follow me and I have a podcast. Yeah, I want a scientific explanation to explain why it's better to go straight on than around the corner. I'm not saying I doubt it. I just would like to know yeah, on I mean, the technical level what the difference is. Could you get... I mean, David King in the lab. David the lab. King. Yeah, David King. We'll just get... We'll tweet it. Well, they have live tweets yeah. on... Uh, on the lab. Yeah, so we, we could just, just say, hey, Kingy. <laughs> well, might take hey, more, might, might take more than one tweet because it's going to break it over 140 characters. <laughs> Kingy. Uh, we got a question, mate. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. This is what we should do. Right. Next time the war room's on. Yeah. Oh, it's the war room now, isn't it? It's oh, not the lab. Is oh, it the lab or the remember. war room? Whatever. One of it those was rooms. the lab and then it's a war room or it was the war room and now it's the lab. I can't remember which yeah. one it is, but I believe it's been both. Yeah. So we, we just get everyone who listens to the show to tweet in the same question. We flood the Twitter with the same question, which is, all right, 140 characters. Right. Do we say Kingy? Kingy. Or do we just get straight to the point? No. Kingy. It's good to... Kingy. Kingy. What is the science? Right. Because he's in the lab. Let's hope he's in the lab. Because if he's in the war room, he's not all about science. But if he's in the lab, he can he work out the science. Yeah, okay. What is, Kingy, what is the science that makes kicking straight through the ball more accurate than round the corner? Kingy. Uh, science of straight kick versus round the corner, discuss. Okay, better. Ando and Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag two guys, one cup. <laughs> at, has, at two guys, one cup AFL. Yeah. Oh, I've run out of things. Hashtag AFL, hashtag puzzled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hashtag not that War one. room. Yeah, hashtag little lab. <laughs> um, so did you see the St Kilda game? Yeah, one of the worst I've... <laughs> one of the worst I've seen. It was actually... It was, it was depressing. I actually feel... The reason I didn't catch a lot of football is I feel like one of those teams now that's out of the finals, and I'm like, Ugh, I'll show right. up to watch this game, but I'm not going to enjoy it. And that's what it felt like. The players, there was just a, a real... I mean, they had no intensity, Richmond, in the first half, and then I think you know they got a rocket. But just so many sloppy mistakes and weird choices, and I guess they've also played about three kids each side, so there's that, you know, um, that lack of continuity. But, yeah, it looked like... We were just happy to get it across the line. We didn't want to lose, but it wasn't like, we're a mathematical possibility. Let's go out and smash them. Some people called it the worst game of the year. Oh, there was easily. a lot of talk about it being the worst game of the year. There's only 11 goals till like halfway through the last quarter and about 20 points. Uh, I didn't see any of it, but it, it didn't sound particularly inspiring. And horrible. Horrible. Uh, did you see any of I the- can't think of one highlight. How's that? I can't, of the whole game. Apart from Paddy McCartan kicking two goals in the first five minutes, I can't think of another highlight of the entire game because there's so much shit that went wrong. It was really bad. I mean, maybe he didn't even do his collarbone. Maybe he was just like, you know I'll what? Everyone, th- everyone thinks I'm injury prone. Yeah. Fuck this shit. I'm off. See I'll you, keep two goals. See you in Bali. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I got the wrong flight. Yeah. I'm just going to take it anyway. <laughs> I couldn't change it. I booked early. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was uninspiring. Uh, but did give you a sense that we have... I've always said we don't have enough gears to be a good team. We have a gear below what we normally play and we can still win. So that's not a bad thing, right? Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't... Yeah, you didn't... You just we got did what done. Hawthorne have done in the first half of this year, which is not play that well, but right. still win. Mike Hallow, our American producer, um, barracks for Hawthorne, jumped on board Hawthorne this year. And that looked like a pretty wise investment up until the last couple of weeks, but... You know, they when they lost pretty 
you know, as you predicted, they lost pretty well in Western Australia. And uh, uh, is the wheel? Is this it? Uh, is this it, Charlie? Is no, this the end well, of it? No. Is this the end of the era? It's is a it brave over? person who will call their time of death and actually have it be true. Mate, Segler's out now for the year. And you know what we've always said? No Segler, no Hawthorne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's the one thing we know. The one guy who hasn't played in any yeah. of their premierships is the key to their success. Yeah. But, I mean, they're going to struggle without any, you know, really, you know, big ruckman, big tall person now. I reckon As suddenly, we- and they, you know, they might, get, they might have to travel in the first week of the finals. Yeah, I mean, look. I could see them not making the grand final, but I could also see them winning it. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure. Like, it's just... Because they're Hawthorne. They're Hawthorne. You know, it's Rocky. Like, you know, yeah. Rocky always fucking gets beaten yeah. up in rounds eight through ten and then comes back. Yeah, he goes, yeah, he's probably still a chance to win this. Yeah. <laughs> the movie's named after him. <laughs> but that was a weird game, the West Coast one, because it's weird that, you know, you saw two teams' finals chance end <laughs> the same night. Oh, no. Because West Coast, they were back. Yeah. Like, you know... Bit of a strut. It was like one of those things where they'd just done that great thing of, like, not playing very well all season. Yeah. But just kind of keep winning, yeah. like, or win enough of the games, and then just come good at the right time. That win, Nick Nat, like, I mean, it shows what a difference he makes to their team. Like, as soon as he was back, they were fucking back. Mm. He won that game, like, against GWS... Like, essentially, I heard so many people from GWS interviewed this week about, like, you know, what would they learn from that incident? And they were all like, what the fuck are we meant to learn? <laughs> like, literally, there was three seconds left, and we guarded all the spots that you're meant to guard, and he went to the one place you can't kick it from, and just fucking grabbed it himself and kicked it himself. <laughs> and so, you know what? That's just the exception to the rule. Occasionally, you just get a fucking knick-knack. <laughs> and, like, he, then, you, you could kind of go, well, maybe he'll be fatigued after that, you know, second game back. And he just fucking started that game, uh, with the West Coast Hawthorne game, just with an intensity that I don't think I've ever really seen in his game before. And I'm just like, fuck, is this, our West Coast going to fucking win this thing this year? You know, Nick Nat's just going to be on fire, have this like crazy final series. And then as soon as he's like injured again, like as soon as he did his knee, Nick Nat knee, it sounds great, but it's, it's a terrible thing. Tic-tac-toe. Yeah. Um, he, it's, it, it, that's it, isn't it? They can't win it now. Not without him. I don't think. I don't think so. I mean, who knows? I, I no. I can't see it. I could see them making it through to like a prelim, maybe. Yeah, sure. If they get a home final, which mm. it looks like they probably will. Yeah. Then you know. I mean, obviously, like you know, they're a real fucking threat at home. Yeah. Uh, but so unfortunate because what happens with the late season knee injuries? It basically rules him out for all the next year as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the great. only sound for it. Yeah, sorry, West Coast. I feel bad. Like, I mean, Tad's feel bad he's one. No, well, he's one of the few West Coast players that would make me feel bad for them. Yeah, you feel bad for Nick Nat. Yeah, I feel bad for Nick Nat, but not West Coast. Well, not really. Actually, no. I feel actually quite good about the fact that it's fucked up West Coast. <laughs> 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 but I feel sad for him individually and West Coast supporters who like him. Yeah, I'm. I, you know what? If you're a West Coast supporter and you're like, he's my favorite player, I also feel bad for you for that. So when did like, when, so when did Nick Nat? Because he was a whipping boy about three years ago. Yeah, I mean, I went to a, I mean, he's a got game his, at well, Subiaco, yeah. and the West and the Eagles supporters I was chatting to were like, "Yeah, like he's good, but we don't get enough of it for long enough." But do you reckon the last two years? Yeah, but he's also a Cyril. He's like, yeah. a, you know, he's like he's an impact player, and I think we have a greater appreciation of the game now to the point where we're like, "Oh yeah, okay, you can be like a match-winning player with fourteen or fifteen possessions." And him and Cyril are both in that category. Stringer. Eddie Betts. 
Well, Stringer, yeah. So Stringer went back to the VFL, played all right. Didn't get a touch for about the first quarter and a half, but then like got 21 touches and played all right. So he was, uh, he'll probably play again next week. So do you think it's an automatic recall? Yeah, I'd say... Is well, it what were they looking for him to do? Apply more forward pressure? What's Yeah, I'd say so. Have a bit more chase. of a crack. He's been out of form. I think, like... I think... I don't know. I mean, it's hard to know what it is. But I think that we're so focused on sort of... I reckon there's part of it, like, looking at the way they attacked on the on the weekend. I, I think there was a part of it that Bevo was like, what does this forward line look like? Because we've got, actually, a fucking heap of guys who can kick goals. Mm. And that's what happened on the weekend. And they kind of cleared it out and almost, like... You know, Dixon was a bit more of a focus again, you know, and he's such a good goal sneak. And then suddenly all you need is just like all those other guys to kick one Who'd or two. Who did you Essendon. I mean, so oh, it's yeah, not so, much of a... Yeah, so no, that's no. definitely a strategic... Right. So you, you, you drop him, you give him an opportunity to get some ball and he played midfield and forward. Mm. Like, you know, so you get him a few touches, but you also maybe send a message of some kind, but you also see what the forward line looks like if maybe, maybe down. if we don't have a big forward to kick to, maybe the best option is... Why don't we have, like, everyone can kick a goal? Mm. And maybe that's our advantage. Mm. I yeah. don't know. Like, I mean, maybe. I'm not against it. And it's good. I mean, it's uh, it's not like he was dropped for disciplinary reasons. You know what I mean? If anything, it only sends a positive message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mean- not like he's been fucking, uh, I assume he hasn't been, like, kind of uh, remonstrative or, you know, sucking on the field or anything. It's not like that. No, 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 no. In fact, at the it's Bulldogs, just... they've got a new method for dealing with that anyway. Tom Boyd punches you. <laughs> that's that's like, that's now how he's paying off some of his contracts. Yeah. Occasionally, he just has to punch one someone for disciplinary <laughs> reasons. He goes, oh, I've done it too, mate. I understand what it's like. He doesn't talk like that, by the way. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's he was educated a, at Eastern Wood. I'll have you know. Yeah, he uh, he's doing all right too. Like I'm, that's one of those ones where I'm I'm not willing to say like you're McCartan. You no. can't. You're not willing to say like Boyd's going to be a superstar for us. But I see enough to kind of be hopeful that it could all come together. Mm. Yeah, and the big boys need time. Big boys need. That's time, another th- another football cliche. I've never understood. What is the science behind bigger guys take longer to develop? Right, so we have to message Kingy about this yeah. as well. <laughs> Because they all say it. You've got to wait for the bigger blokes. Bigger blokes, like they even they have, have to grow they, into their body. They Charlie. even have, but they've even got it as specific as like for Ruckman, 25. Yeah. 25, 25 is right, 25, when they're right. That's when, when they're, they're cherry yeah. right. That's oh. when you want to pluck a Ruckman. Oh, um, <laughs> but it's, I, I would like to know, is it just about growing into the bodies? Like when you've got more weight to shift? I mean, I think it's part of it's building up your weight too. Because like what happens is if you're a big guy, you're playing on other tall guys. But most of those guys have like 10, 15 kilos on you because they've been doing preseason and weights and whatever for mm. um, those years. I reckon the other thing is if you're tall, let's go to the Will Anderson example of when I dominated fucking junior football at East Gippsland, Charlie. <laughs> uh, being taller than everybody Dominate makes you better than everybody. Well, sure. Yeah. Mate, hey, I was like vice captain of the East Gippsland schoolboys team. I, you know. I was like, but I, only because I was tall. Yeah. This is my point. So some of these guys have been the tallest guy in their league. You were so almost two meter, Will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't catch on. Not quite two meter, Will. Constantly ill, Will. Yeah. <laughs> oh, limpy. Um, but the point being that, like, you know, if these guys have been substantially taller than their junior players, they've probably dominated just on the fact that, but they probably don't have massive tanks and stuff. So yeah. you have to get in and do some really big pre-seasons and just, like, put on your running. Like, that's what Jared Healy but, keeps but saying why, about Boyd. But why is that different to, a, like, a little, like, an inside midfielder? Like, Because I mean, your game at, like, your game that you've been playing at school is a bit more, like, you know, closer to the game that you'll be playing in the league than the big guys. 
You reckon? Yes, because you know you only have to say like say if you come in at seventy five and you have to be eighty kilos, that guy's got five kilos on you. But if you're like you know two meter Peter and you're playing against fucking you know I don't know the equi- Aaron Sandilands, mm. right? Then he's got fucking fifteen kilos on you or something. I imagine so. Yeah. That's got to make more of a difference, surely. Plus, you it's, it's further to fall over. You <laughs> <laughs> should have just started with that. I wouldn't need any other convincing. Sorry, that makes Joey, sense. I forgot that I had to dumb it down. <laughs> <laughs> of course, mate. Fall and to plus, fall. it is Feather thinner up there, Charlie. So it's like <laughs> oh, altitude. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. That's what all the concussions are, right? Yeah, right. Oxygen deprivation. Yeah, mate. He hit a fucking plane. <laughs> <laughs> Terrorist flew a plane into two meter Peter. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it too soon for that? It's too soon. The AFL drone. Speaking of uh, casual racism. Yep. Uh, segue. Uh, nice. Here we go, AFL. We, we thought we wouldn't start with it. Might as well have some fun first, but we've got to talk about it. The uh, Port Adelaide fan who um, uh, threw a banana at Eddie Betts. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Betts uh, was playing his 250th game. He was celebrating his fifth goal, which I don't know if you saw the goal, but was like, you know, a typical a typical Eddie Betts goal, which would be the greatest goal that any other player had ever kicked in their career. And uh, one of the Port Adelaide fans threw a banana at him. Mm. So, so where, do we, I mean, where, well, where do we start unpeeling this particular I would one? say, firstly, we've got to acknowledge... It's only because he ducks for free kicks. Yeah. And if he just wasn't so outspoken about it, just don't bring politics into football, Eddie. Yeah. Boo, Nana. Oh, it's already started the justification. It's like, oh, he's always revving the crowd up. If he didn't rev the crowd up, he Hang shouldn't on. give it if he's not willing to take oh, it. Mate, he was fucking asking for that banana, going out on that field, like entertaining millions of people each week with his exquisite skills and asking Buddy for But if Franklin celebrates the crowd, no one does anything to him. Oh, we'll fucking throw bananas at him then. <laughs> Hang on, this is not my oh, This has made it worse. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking weird. Like, uh,. I mean, firstly, like this idea that it's in some way, like the people are now trying to distance it from being a racist oh thing. Oh, my God. First, firstly, who who takes a banana to a football game? Yeah. But secondly, if you have a banana at a football game, at three-quarter time, you still don't have that whole banana. You have eaten that banana at some stage during that game. Yeah. She has taken that banana to the game purely for the purposes of... This is premeditated casual racism. Yeah. And then to throw... <sighs> I mean, it's, it just feels like one of those things where I was like, every time we have one of these things, you're like, okay, now we've learned a lesson. Now it's not going to happen again. Yeah. And then it fucking happens again. It's yeah. crazy. Well, I mean, the thing about it is that, so you've had both clubs come out again, obviously strong statements against it in the yeah. AFL. And this is where you shouldn't read the comments, but I do. Yeah. And someone, like a lot of people have come out and said, look, you know, if you keep making a big deal out of this, like... You should be able to laugh this stuff off. It's, you know, it's a, it's an offensive mistake, but it's a stupid mistake. Just move along. Right. And it's like, well, no, here's the thing, right? We are trying to progress as right. a society. And so there's certain things you have to say, look, that's just does, that does not work anymore. Like I mean, first and foremost, let's be honest, aren't we past the point where we throw shit onto the field at AFL games? Yeah. These people are professionals at their place of work. Mm. And the, the very least that we can fucking do is not throw fucking shit at them when they're trying to do their work. Yeah. Right? So firstly that, but then the whole fucking next element of it, which is this guy, like on, on this night of all nights, 
Like, he's playing his 250th game. Mm. Like, he's never done anything terrible. Like, he's a guy who's moved clubs, and his old clubs still fucking love him. Yeah. You know, everybody loves Eddie Betts, you know? And, yeah, it's fucking disgraceful. I was so glad that everyone came out so strongly. Like, mm. Port Adelaide... Port Adelaide's been really interesting in this, and I think that, like, you know, we have to be careful not to tar up all Port, Ala- Port Adelaide fans, because... It seems unlike Adelaide, some of them are cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it seems to be one of those things that it was Port Adelaide fans who identified this person in the first place and said that it wasn't appropriate, like yeah. other Port Adelaide fans. And then Koshi came out really fucking quickly mm. on it and said, you know, essentially if it's you know, if it's racism, banned for fucking life. Mm. Although the interesting thing that I have seen on that, which I which I actually I think I applaud, is that they have. On consultation with their indigenous players, the indigenous players have recommended that if the person was willing to go into like a, you know, a program and sort of like learn and, you know, maybe even meet with them and that there might be, there might be a more positive outcome that didn't involve a life ban. And I'm like, well, if that's yeah. their choice, because I mean, they get, I think that is a good yeah, you know, group to make that choice. 100%. Then I, I liked all that. And that's what that's what we can get from this. Yeah. Like, we don't have to be like, just ignore it. We can have this thing where we go, a football club says, firstly, that is inappropriate, banned yeah. for fucking life. And then some people from within, the very people that this woman was mocking with her yeah. action, you know, I mean, you know, representatives of the people who could be offended by that, you know. And of course, without even thinking about all the Indigenous players on the Port Adelaide team that might in some way not think that was the most amazing fucking jape at Eddie Betts, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, but they have gone, no, we're not going to be that hard. We're going to reach out and kind of try to find some positive outcome or understanding. Mm. Why which, wouldn't we have all that? That's a good. That's which, isn't that a good thing for which the game? Which not to bring up, uh, you know, the past. But after Adam Goods had that incident with the little girl, he also suggested the same thing, right? But that got lost in the wash. So, I mean, we'll see if we've made any progress with what happens next, right? If this girl accepts it, and you know, and that's what happens, maybe we've moved on. But I don't know. I just I don't have enough. If if the Herald Sun commenters are anything to go by. I mean, what's the main, what's their main argument though? Like, I mean, apart from that, like, you know, the PC a- police. Right. It's political greatness gone PC mad. PC police. What? You can't even throw fruit at fucking professional sports people anymore. Yeah. Uh, Mate, this is fucking Australia. And if I can't go to the football and throw a pineapple at a cricketer. Well, I think, yeah, it's, it's that Australian kind of, it's in a weird way. It's like that tall poppy thing, you know? If you don't stand up for that, mate, like it's all fine. Like you're right. the one who's rocking the boat by yeah. bringing attention to it, which is just this kind of head in the sand approach. That one of the things I love about the AFL is I feel it's quite a progressive organisation. Like the Pride match last week, you know the stance of take on on racial vilification. If you're a fan of the sport, you know that's what the company's based on. You know what I mean? Like if you go to body shop, <laughs> you know you know the cosmetics you're buying all come from organic ingredients or whatever. It seems to me strange why you'd be hanging on to, I want it to be like it was in the 70s. I mean, I would have it, like, to take that argument a step further, I've been reading a lot about lately about the moral moral imperative because, like, this is fucking probably too deep for this fucking podcast, (laughs) but... Back to Joe Danaher's head in a second. At the heart of capitalism is this idea that it's a very effective system, but the problem is that the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. And so then, if we are going to have a capitalist system, what is the moral imperative of the rich companies, like, you know, to give back to society? So we see companies and stuff now having... You know, it, it, it's not enough to just bury your head in the sand. The AFL are one of the biggest 
sporting organisations in Australia. They mm. are one of the biggest businesses in Australia. They do have a responsibility, at least in some, and they have such a huge diverse, just from an audience and marketing point of view, yeah. because the thing that people always forget when these things are like, oh, well, I just want to go to the footy and, you know, you throw a banana at someone. Yeah. It's like, you're not just that. It's just not about you yeah. in that moment. It's also about me who pays to go to the football mm. and those other Port Adelaide fans who pay to go to the football and you are ruining it. You are making it worse for all of us. And, that's what we've got to change. It can't just be that you want to go to the fucking footy and throw a banana. You can't. We're all there together and we've made this sort of compact that we're all going to work together and obey certain rules so that mm. we can all have a good time together. It's not just about you and what you want. I mean, it kind of reminds me of, you know, people who are really into the wrestling. You know, some fans are just so into the wrestling like they think it's real. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, the idea that there's this war going on between your team and another team and that, you know their best player runs over to the crowd and holds his hands up and stuff. And it's like, you realize it's a show, right? right. You know, it's he's a pantomime. Not, yeah. Like, but he, but that's what makes it exciting. He's, yeah. he's being a, a great villain, you know? So you like throwing the banana. That's like fucking you're jumping on stage <laughs> trying to fucking get involved. No, it's not, it doesn't concern you. Like, right. It's like you're at a pantomime yeah. and everybody else is yelling, he's behind you, yeah. but you're actually stabbing the guy behind him. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's sport. It's entertainment. It's a game. Yeah. And yes, like go to the footy all day long and yell out that you don't like Eddie Betts as a footballer or yell out, you know, that you love Port Adelaide and you think that Eddie Betts, like yell at him about footy things all day long. You know what? Yell at him about the fact that he wears baggy shorts on the field. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. He chooses to wear oversized shorts. That is fair game. He once had a photo taken where he had like 50 cigarettes in his mouth at once. <laughs> There's plenty to make, plenty of things to make fun of. Plenty of things to make fun of that are fine to make fun of. But let's just keep the racist shit out of it. Yeah. You know? Like we have been so well served despite, I mean, by the way, let's keep the racist shit out of it regardless of, you know, what it is. But of <laughs> all things to our indigenous players, if you fucking love football, then much of what you love has come from Indigenous players in this game. I mean, you, you think about, you know, the best players in our game at the moment, the ones who give you the most highlights. And imagine if we took the Indigenous players out. To have that lack of respect for the people who bring us this level of entertainment week after fucking week, stop. Just stop. Mm. You know what? Fucking stop. Anyway. That's my editorial. <laughs> and that's my lock of the week. <laughs> no. I mean, I mean, but seriously, this, like, how do you think that... It, so, Port Adelaide are negotiating with China to show games. Right. What do you reckon that does for negotiations? Right. Yeah. Oh, next time you're going to go down and if I can start throwing dim sims at somebody yeah. or something. Don't, please don't do that. Don't do that. I mean, don't do that. Unless it was Plugger. Back in the old yeah. days, yeah. Plugger would have loved a dim sim. <laughs> Oh, Plugger, if it was a bag of dim sims, you wouldn't have dropped it. Yeah, that's what they used to actually do at St Kilda, didn't yeah. they? It was like if you kicked a goal, it was like one of the dolphins at SeaWorld. They just chuck him dimmies. <laughs> yeah, you could tickle his belly if he'd had a few. Uh, should we move on to uh, better AFL stuff? Yeah, let's definitely do that. We can move on from that. Um, I took no joy in this, but there was a certain... look. Wasn't joy, but there was a smirk. Melbourne lost to Carlton. Like, what the fuck, D's? You'd had, everything was like, you had so much goodwill behind you. What the fuck? Oh, 
it was one of those things where I just wanted them to win so much. Everyone did. They were the they were the Cinderella. We everyone wanted them to make the finals. They wanted North to bomb out and Melbourne to jump in, and then there'll be the exciting wild card in the bottom half of the eight. Oh, I just, I mean, you know, I, it's not like I want North Melbourne not to make the eight. There was just something exciting about... Melbourne. You wanted to Melbourne or St Kilda to do it. Yeah, and I wanted Melbourne to be better than they are. Yeah. yeah. Perfect story, hand over to Simon yeah. Goodwin, but fuck, man. No. On the other hand, which is actually not on the other hand, it's actually on the same level of disappointment. You're on making me. Hand. You're making me like... <laughs> on the same hand, you're making me like Carlton. You make me like Carlton. Like, two bad things happened. Melbourne make the finals and you made me like Carlton. They're fucking, they got a lot of pluck, a lot of ticker. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean. I don't want to like Carlton. I don't like this, Will. I was thinking about this before the game. I was like, it would almost be my perfect season for Carlton because I like Brendan Moulton, as we've talked about before. And, you know, he won all those, you know, six games out of the first nine or whatever it was that they won on that first streak. And that was good. You know, Brendan Moulton, you know, he settles in his job and they trust him and, you know, whatever happens from then on. And then it had all fallen apart, which is exactly what I had, you know, predicted good. at the time. Yeah. I said at the time, I said, it's going to rain on their parade and it fucking rained. <laughs> oh my God. Like they were lining up animals two by two down at Princess fucking Park. <laughs> it rained for a long time. And then Melbourne came along and the rain went away. Yeah. So it was nice. A- it was good. I mean, I think it was good for them to have, um, I mean, I, that was the first, I haven't watched a lot of Carlton this year. But I watched um, that game because I was interested. In, you know, like I actually, because I was kind of hoping that Melbourne would win, and I was mm. hoping that Melbourne would play really well as well. And um, uh, but Carlton were impressive. Like they really were. There, there was a lot to yeah. like. Like Bryce Gibbs. Like Jesus, he's a good footballer when he's playing well. Like I mean, I know that he doesn't always play well, but when he does, I don't like his hair. You know what? I'm I, I, I'm I'm okay with it. Okay. If he just is getting that many possessions, then wear whatever you fucking want. Yeah. Have a bun. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Have a baguette. Have know. fucking Princess Leia things on the side of your head. Something hand. about it just doesn't sit well with me. I don't know. I think he'll look back and he'll see photos of himself in this period and he'll be like, oh, what was I thinking? It's like, you know, you go through a period in the late 90s where you straightened your hair and had gold earrings. <laughs> Not that I did. I mean, we were all... <laughs> Charlie was formerly a pirate. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, Cripps. Uh, yeah, you yeah. can understand why Carlton uh, fans are so excited about Where him. did he go in the draft? Because we overlooked him as well, I think. Yeah, I mean, he was up there, though, as well. He I think like, we overlooked Bontempelli and Cripps. Yeah, Cripps might have, might have been three and Bontempelli was four or whatever. No, 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 no. no. Was uh, it? No, because we got um, What's-His-Face at three. Uh, what's his name? You know, St. Kilda left. Oh, that's, sorry. I mean, uh, four and five, maybe then. Yeah. 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 Billings. Cause I, yeah, because you guys. We got Jack Billings at three yeah. and then Bundapelli four. By the way, after us talking about Jack Billings, I got, did get a few uh, messages from people at St. Kilda fans. Saying what? Uh, just like on the topic of... Billings? Bont and Pelly versus Billings? Or just, just Billings, Billings in, in general. general. I gotta there's be a bit of, with you. There's there's a little bit rumbling. Of... I told you that. Yeah. I had a bit of rumbling at the ground. Yeah, I didn't quite, um, I didn't quite realize until, you know, a few of them came out of the woodwork and yeah. I was like, I'm not passing these on to Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, you don't, I was aware of that. I think people, we, this is the whole reason we brought it up last week is I was calling for calm and use Brendan Goddard as the example. Brendan Goddard was a scapegoat for his first four or five years and then he came good. All right, let's... Uh, 2014 draft. I guess that's what it's going to be, right? Yeah. Um, so, 2014 draft. Oh, hang on. 
Sorry. Oh, no, that's Tom Boyd's draft. Oh, yeah, no, that's Billings. That's the same draft. So that went- okay, here we go. So, uh, well, so the, the first pick that year was Tom Boyd. Yeah. So we have the first pick at our club now. Uh, Josh Kelly from Greater Western Sydney was at uh, pick number oh, two. Is he good? Yeah, they're all good, mate. <laughs> <laughs> they're all fucking good. Uh, Jack Billings, St. Kilda at pick three. Bontem Pally at four. Shit. I just had an idea. I just had a thought. If Frio come to St. Kilda and say, Nat Fife for Jack Billings and, let's say, a first and second round pick, would you take that? Part of the word I was hearing before was uh, that Melbourne, maybe Melbourne uh, was in the market for Fife and they might do a Hogan swap. Oh, that makes sense. But Hogan plus something, right? You'd have to be Hogan Steak plus. Nine. Yeah. There'd need to be steak nice. Yeah, Hogan plus whoever wants to go west. <laughs> Bernie, Bernie Vince, how are you doing? Yeah, he looks like he could be a west coast Yeah, player. I mean, well, he's he's still really great for them, but he also, you know, he could definitely go and play over at Frio. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, you know four. you know where uh, Patrick Cripps went? Where? Uh, 13th. Oh, shit. Yeah. So who, give me the top 10 all after right. Bond. So, uh, Bond and Pelly at four. Uh, Kolodajny from the Gold Coast. Cade Kolodajny. That's why I'm hoping that that's anywhere near what I don't know who that is, but... Oh, it's KK, right? Yeah, he's good. Um, Matthew Scharenberg. uh, Scharenberg, he's Collingwood. Uh, James Aish. Oh, yeah, Who was at Brisbane, but now at Collingwood. Who... I don't know, is is coming okay? starting to come okay. Uh, Luke McDonald, uh, North Melbourne. Christian Salem at Melbourne. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nathan Freeman at Collingwood, who's... St. Kilda now. Yep. Uh, Dom Sheed. West Coast, uh, Ben Lennon, Richmond. Richmond. Uh, and then Cripps. He played all right against the Kilda in a terrible yeah, game. Like, you know, again, it's like one of those things, though. I reckon if you're a Richmond fan, you're looking at that list going, I, <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, you, you know what you're looking at? You're looking at Patrick Cripps at 13 and Ben Lennon. No disrespect to Ben Lennon. And going, <laughs> It's hard to pick sometimes. Didn't fucking James Heard go like pick 50 or something? Yeah. Yeah, well, they knew. <laughs> <laughs> the recruiter's like, look, he's a fantastic player, but in about 20 years, he's going to ruin your club. Uh, here's a good one, I will say. Um, uh, at a pick number 44, this might be one that people will be really excited about in the future, I reckon. Yeah. Aaliyah, uh, Aaliyah. Oh, yeah, he's a gun. Yeah, he's already fucking My great, God, how quickly he? has he displaced Teddy Richards? Yeah. I mean, I know Teddy was, this is his last year and everything, but... This is the thing we're saying about good teams just replacing players. Like, I mean, they've just found a key position defender who's actually a really good rebounder as well. There was a moment last week or two weeks ago in the in the Pride game where he was playing on Revolt. Nick Revolt, mind you, you know, yep. five-time All-Australian. And the ball was sort of put a bit higher above Nick's head. And Aaliyah, Aaliyah didn't bother fucking punching it through. just floated across the pluck, just plucked over the top and played on. It's like, Wow. This is like your what fifteenth game for the year or something. Yeah, I mean it's a and it's a great story. I mean Sydney, yeah, they're just good at identifying people and getting them playing the right way. Yeah, and he's got a cool name. Yeah, he's got a great backstory. As I said on other shows, it's hard not to say his first and last name. Aaliyah, Aaliyah. Yeah, it's just one of those yeah, names but, that rolls but up. But never say Naismith's first name. <laughs> so Naismith, he's got one name. Or Aaliyah, Eastern Aaliyah. Wood. Eastern Wood. Eastern Wood. Yeah. Now you never just say Wood. Or Eastern. It's Eastern Wood. They didn't uh, thrash North by as much as... They needed to beat North by 75 points. And St Kilda had to beat Richmond by, I mean, by over 35, 35 or 60 for us to be finals. Champions. But he kind of hurt himself. 
and then they just got the job done. But yeah, that's what they do, Sydney. They yeah, but they so went bad, North. They went bad. No, no, I mean North will be all right in the finals. Whoever gets North, because they're a good finals team, as we know. Mm. So and they've got players coming back. Yeah, they'll be all right. When's Higgins back? It must be soon. I believe this week or next week. Yeah, right. Um, well, not ne- it'll be See, this, that's w- been this big, week. That's this, been w- a, this week or the week after. That's it'll a big be first out final. for the year. That's almost like what you'd say one or two goals a game. Higgins being out. Yeah, I mean he was in, in. he was in great form. So yeah, I mean they've had a. Re- I mean the injury to wait and Higgins and Brown. Wells has been in and out. And I mean they've had a bunch of injuries to be honest. Mm. Like you know, I mean, I, they'll be all right. And a hard run to the finals. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, so, uh, you didn't see the, any of the GWS Freo game? No. Why? What happened? <sighs> Did you just see the score? No. Uh, GWS, 19 goals, 15, 129 to Fremantle, 5 goals, 737. Holy shit. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> well, you know. That would have been fun to watch though. Yeah. Patton kicks six. So, yeah, you know. Said. But, um, What's Jeremy Cameron doing these days? Oh, just floating around because he doesn't need to. Because he can be the third, yeah. third option up forward. Yeah, they they look pretty great. So, did I hearing a rumor that is it Loeb or Lob, Lobby Matthew yeah. wants to go? Whatever his name is. Yeah, back to WA. Yeah, well, that's the that's the word he wants to go. So fuck me. I mean, if Frio got him, yeah, and Cam McCarthy, Hogan, Hogan. Well, Hogan's another year away because they couldn't they couldn't get him this okay. year. So they they get Sandlands back, you know, maybe if he decides to know. keep playing or not. No, I think it's time to retire him to Jurassic Park. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and you see him running across from those fields. You're like, look at him go, that beautiful bastard. <laughs> a hunter just pulls out like a fucking rifle when he's not watching. <laughs> That's how they put Ruckman down. They take them to Ruckman Park. <laughs> Where he can run run free yeah. with like Damien Monkhurst. <laughs> and you just you just see him at the end, like in the background, like butting into yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah. Just like... Here comes the fearsome Crackers Keenan, once the king of these parts. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Um, <laughs> I didn't see uh, any other Collingwood game, but they smashed Gold Coast. So. See, some Collingwood. We're, what do you call them? The tip fuckers. Yeah, they, they've had a weird year because they just—they uh, haven't been that bad. They haven't reached expectations, but they haven't been that bad. Buckley put some pressure on. Well, I don't know if he did actually. Do you reckon? Because Buckley basically said, you know, I think he look, just he acknowledged put it on front street. Yeah. What everyone's talking about, and it's a great way to own it. He's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's kind of like he farted. Keep, he, he just farted in an elevator, yeah. and he knew that soon everybody knew that he was yeah. the one who farted. And yeah. so he could keep ignoring the fact that he'd farted, or he could go, yeah. "Hey, yeah. <laughs> I guess I farted." Yeah. Uh, top five things I eat that give me gas. Yeah. <laughs> top five Mexican. farts I've done in elevators. <laughs> uh, Hilton, nineteen ninety eight. I mean, this is the one thing that if he if if he doesn't like have his coaching job after next year, that he will have like full time oh, to dedicate fair. to his top five list. <laughs> so I thought you going to say he could go into commentary. No, I would like to see him go around the world and just like do f- top five lists on everything. Oh my god, that's a fucking podcast. Do you know what I mean? Nathan Buckley's top five yeah. everything. Yeah, the Buckley list, the Bucklet list. Yeah, we the Buckley yeah. list, and we we do it as a podcast. Yeah. So every time he does these range of experiences, then they just. Yeah. And it can be anything. Yeah, copyright Tofop, copyright yeah. two guys one cup. That's all we have to say, right? But yeah, I think I I I'd love the idea that he could just do anything. We could kind of you know get him to rate and review things. Yeah, 
in that just that 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 kind of like you know strutty yeah. confident monotone that he does his press conferences in doesn't change tack so it's like new episode top five countries in south america <laughs> quite like chile <laughs> brazil's good been to argentina <laughs> Quite like Paraguay. <laughs> Sounds like Paraguay. <laughs> and uh, Mexico. Mexico is not in South America, Box. Now <laughs> uh, you got a pen? Let me just make a amend that. Uh, uh, I'll have to say uh, Peru. <laughs> Nathan Buckley's top five of everything. <laughs> Um, uh, Cloak. Oh, so there's an interesting. Okay, here's an interesting thing about Cloak this week is um they've got to work out whether they play him in this game because it looks like Swanee's going to announce his retirement this week. And uh, so oh, they- by the way, thank you to everyone who um uh, retweeted. The, there's a story earlier last week about uh, Cl- uh, Richmond being a, a club that Cloak might go to. So so Richmond, as everyone said, so Richmond. <laughs> Couldn't be more Richmond. Sorry, you're saying. Uh, so um. Uh, cloak. He, if he plays another game in the AFL, he doesn't qualify for the VFL finals. And the Collingwood team are top of the ladder in the VFL at the moment. Uh, it's probably going to be the last game he ever plays for Collingwood, though. Do you give, like, no. do you give Cloak a final game? No, because he will play somewhere else. Like his career is not over. But he's been a Collingwood legend. Ah, yeah. But look how things Premiership have ended. Premiership player. No, oh, that's like fucking divorcing your wife but then going out for one last dinner anyway it's like why are we doing this like we're fucking both admitted there's a problem like why are we, who are we doing this for right but why are we going maybe through the not just one last you know no fuck. we're never gonna do this oh, again no so mate i can't stand you I, I can't stand you i can't even sitting opposite you is barely tolerable let's just not fucking draw this out any longer what about a hate fuck could no. it be the football equivalent of a hate fuck? Well, it may, yeah, out okay. there one more time. If, if Bucks plays him and puts him on the ball <laughs> yeah. and makes him fucking chase the ball around all fucking day, who are they playing? Just put him on the fastest, quickest player and say, mate, never right. let him get more than a metre away from you. <laughs> That's your hate fuck. I'm going to hate fuck you out of the game. <laughs> By the way, I uh, saw a comment, um, someone who doesn't like the podcast Oh, uh, and said, oh, we no. swear far too much. It's not funny. Oh, Get to the facts. Oh. I'm like, did oh, you not on. hear the opening song? Get to the facts. We literally say we do no research. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, mate. And we swear too fucking much. Oh, fuck you, mate. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not, probably not listening. I mean, he's, but also, he's probably not. He's, pro- he's probably right. But, you know, whatever. It's yeah. not a, it's, this is not a... It's not a podcast for everyone. Right. It's a podcast for no one. Exactly. It's barely a podcast for us. (laughs) I mean, come on. You're making your own choices. You're an adult. You don't need to leave a nasty review. Just let some people like it. Yeah, man. You know what? Or give it a nasty comment, but give it five stars. Because you know what? (laughs) The algorithm. Algorithm. Yeah, exactly. Just keep it for the algorithm. Hey, should we um, look uh, ahead to next next week's games? uh, Okay. Uh, Here we go. Final round. Uh, for the season, we have uh, Adelaide playing West Coast on Friday night at the Adelaide Oval. Um, that's, that, so that'll be really interesting because then we'll, we'll get a bit of a sense of our West Coast, the real deal or not, or Adelaide are just going to... Yeah, uh, I reckon Adelaide will win that. I think especially if this bullshit doesn't kind of die down in a in a, in a a manner that is adult and satisfactory to all parties. If this drags on, then they might have something to, to prove. Also, 
fucking 40,000 people, Adelaide Crows fans, at the Adelaide Oval after what fucking happened. Come on. Yeah. Like, I mean... But no, they're not going to lose that game. That crowd are just yeah. going to be on fucking Eddie Betts' side. There are so yeah. many elements. This is fucking... It's really hurting me, Charlie. Like, the fact that, like, there's just a part of me that's like, oh, I guess oh, I'd be okay, okay if Adelaide, Adelaide won. Oh, totally. I'm you know, fine with Adelaide win. They've, they've I been just so... want to hear from any of their supporters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. Could everybody who, like, barracks for Adelaide, if you guys do win, just not talk to me for a couple of years? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, the story is great, and it's just adding more elements that make me want to be on their side. Uh, so, Adelaide playing West Coast. Who do you reckon will win that one? Adelaide. Yeah, Adelaide and Adelaide, I think. Uh, okay, on the Saturday, uh, Geelong are playing Melbourne, uh, which is a game that could have been the one that meant everything, but now means nothing, really. Yeah. Uh, I think Geelong still need to win it, though, um, just for, you know, places in the finals and stuff. So, yeah, I reckon Geelong probably will I win I think that. Melbourne are going to win that, and that's my lock of the week. Melbourne won down there last year, so it wouldn't be a boil over, but I reckon Geelong now. I reckon Geelong... I reckon Geelong are still a real chance at this. Melbourne at, will, at their best, they're very good. Melbourne will win because now there's nothing to play for. That is a very fucking good point, Charlie. Uh, Saturday also, 2.10, uh, Essendon take on Carlton at the G. Clash of two of the biggest clubs in football at the MC. And two of the, on the final two of the most the disgraced clubs of the modern era. Yeah, I mean, really. It's organised crime versus drug addicts. Yeah, it's the drug cheats versus the salary cap cheats yeah. in a battle of the cheats. It's the cheat cup. <laughs> It's the cheat down. Uh, I, you know what? In the same way that Essendon are actually, uh, that Carlton have won some affection yep. for me this year, I do, I think Essendon have done really well. No, I agree. And I, they must be optimistic about all those players I re-signing. Think, totally. Totally. Um, I think that, uh, well, it's a shame for you guys that you didn't get Hurley. You were pretty bullish well, about that. Well, we offered him a pretty good contract and then Essendon offered him a 19 year, $450 million <laughs> contract. And we were like, no, fair play. Yeah. No, I think, uh, those, the players that they've brought in have done enough to kind of, they played only a few recycled players. And I think it was enough just to kind of, they didn't embarrass themselves. There were a couple of kind of blowouts and stuff, but they, you know, you could, when you think about Essendon this year, you think of effort and the same thing for Carlton. But, Having said that, I think Carlton are on a roll. Yeah, I reckon Carlton wins that one, and that—that's a. I think they win eight or nine games of the season, which is a pretty decent season. I would. Oh, considering the fans. disaster last year was. Yeah. All right. Um. Then uh, here we go. Saturday. Uh. Uh. At the SCG, Sydney take on uh, Richmond. Well, this is your lock of the week, as predicted last week. Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna and I'm gonna pick. Richmond. <laughs> Richmond. That's my lock of the week. <laughs> Richmond will beat Sydney at this SAJ, crowning this as the most so Richmondy season of all time. Yeah. I uh yeah, I, I would have had made it my lock of the week, but you'd already preordained it from yeah. last week, so yeah. Yeah. Uh okay. Uh Gold Coast taking on Port at Metricon. Hmm. Uh, it's an interesting game. Yeah. Uh Gold Coast should have been better last week, and they're at home. They've been terrible the last couple of weeks, after a couple of good weeks. And Port Adelaide just suck. <laughs> they yeah, really they suck. They've had a bad week. Yep. Maybe they need to, uh, maybe show, they something. Need to show something. Yep. I'm going to pick Port Adelaide. Yeah, I reckon Port. I don't know why, but I reckon Port. Um, uh, North Melbourne take on GWS at Eddie Had Saturday night. Interesting game, I reckon. Oh yeah, that's um, that's hard to pick as well. It's like could be the exact same game. It's as, like as a, the next week. It's as like well, a I fucking believe. Tesla sports car. 
that just glides through the streets almost yeah. silently taking on an E.H. Holden. Right. Just a trusty old one you fucking bang together. There's some fucking original parts that have been on <laughs> the boomer. That's original. It's an original boomer, mate. Yeah. Uh, this is an interesting game, I reckon, because North Melbourne, uh, Eddie had, that's not too bad for them. But GWS, I think they're just, they're just going really, really well. And I reckon they'll win that. But it, it could be the exact same game the next week. Well, they so, got they got stung two weeks ago. They had a tune up game against Freo, uh, against uh, who did they torch? Oh, Brisbane. So, uh, yeah, that they, they must. Yeah, they're, they're primed. They, yeah. they had a loss they needed to have. They had a tune up game. Yeah, they're gonna. I reckon they're gonna smash. Yeah, GWS smash North. Well, well, they'll be interested to see where North are at. Um, St Kilda uh, on Sunday uh, take on the Brisbane Lions. Game of the round. Yeah. They- <laughs> In a game that I could barely get through announcing. <laughs> I literally, halfway through, was like, oh, really? Um, this is a terrible last game. Yeah, terrible I last mean, game. You guys are really just... I mean, again, this uh, this could really be like the like last week's match. One that you will win, but nobody's going to enjoy. Yeah, I think... and Just call it off, can't you? Just go, can't you just both agree? But we all know we're going to win. We're going to win. So let's just not bother, we're guys. We're so close to fucking Mad Monday. You know Please. what? Let's just fucking start Mad, Mad Monday. Together. Let's just go to Dreamworld. Yeah. Insanity to, Saturday. Let's do all the theme parks. Yeah. Fuck it. Uh, no, it's in Melbourne. Isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's at Etihad. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, yes. But I mean, if you're calling the game off, <laughs> you can still get <laughs> Well, you can go to the, go to the big wheel, Luna I Park. Mean, yeah, exactly. And that's in St. Kilda. So, right. good branding. <laughs> uh, um, I, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I will tune in, of course, but I'm not expecting any great highlights. I assume... We'll play a few more kids, and that will be of interest to me. Jason Holmes uh, actually played last week. Played really well in the ruck. I actually think he won the hitouts. And he's not bad with his hands. Like, they didn't kick the ball at all, I don't think. But he actually is not a bad prospect. I think he's still on the rookie. No, he got upgraded this year. So he's a big American for us. So we'll see what happens if he plays another game. Because he's, uh, he's quite exciting. Uh, Hawthorne take on Collingwood at the MCG in a game that will tell us a bit about where Hawthorne are at, I reckon. Mm. Because if Hawthorne lose to Collingwood, and Collingwood, like, you know... Yeah, they're a chance. They're a chance. And they play well against Hawthorne. Right. You know, I mean, my suspicion is that after a couple of bad weeks, Hawthorne are just going to have... They're going to bash them up. They're just going to bash them up and pull it together. But, I don't know, that could be a close game. That could be a good game. I think it'll be close for like three quarters, and then I reckon Hawks will bash them up. Uh, and in the final match of the round, uh, in the repeat of the first game that we saw at the start of the season, so that's a weird one for this season, but uh, the Bulldogs are taking on Frio in Fremantle at uh, Penis Stadium. What? Yeah, you guys will win this by, I'm going to say, 60 points. 60 points. 10 goals. I mean, I'd hope we win this. But you're going to smash them. I mean, I hope that we do. I oh, mean, it's Pat's last game, though? Yeah, it's Pat's last game. So, 50 points. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, yeah, you should, you should. I mean, we should win. You've got so much to play for. You want to be in good form going into the finals. You'll bring back Stringer. You should smash him. This is also the game that. Fuck, that sucks that you have to travel the uh, last week before finals. The week off, though. There's the week off. Is it? Yeah, this year's the week off. I didn't know that. There's a week off. Okay, all right. I'm getting it now. Have you ever watched this? (laughs) Where have you been? There's this show is week. not well researched in the fucking title. <laughs> yes, we swear too much. You fucking swear too facts. much. And there's, no, <laughs> and there's no research. You didn't even know there was a buy. Five, star. Five stars, though, because yeah. of the algorithm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> algorithm. Hashtag algorithm. 
Um, yeah, uh, okay, so you'll be fine. Yeah, I, I, I think we'll be okay. And I think we'll, uh, this is the game though, when uh, Bevo came to my show in the comedy festival. Right. He actually said to me afterwards, you know, I was thinking that on the trip to Fremantle, <laughs> I, I could get you to fly with us and you could kind of like entertain the boys a bit on the way over. Yeah. And Air chuckles. Yeah, I didn't think that would be <laughs> I didn't feel like that was something that anybody wanted. No way. <laughs> I can barely listen when the uh, attendance is telling me not how to die. Yeah, you don't need me going, hey, it's so <laughs> Airplane food, Package, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Liver, you didn't hear that thing I said in the first episode, right? Caleb Daniel, why aren't you in the, in the hand luggage? Yeah. <laughs> hey, what if they made one of those NAV ads and you were in your... Uh, <sighs> how long we got? Three hours, sir. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, has anyone seen that film, uh, United... <laughs> 94, <laughs> United, whatever. You, know, you guys remember uh, Captain Gronowagen? <laughs> We're just going to do some old stuff. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, that's, that's it? it? Yep. Okay, well, uh, play on, not 15. Ball. We are two guys, one car.